Hi, it's Randy G with the host of Cal Top Mind. It is um, Monday, and tomorrow's Fat Tuesday, and then Wednesday's the beginning of the Lent season, and we've gone through all that. Um, and so we did a radio show today, and people are no longer talking about this time of the year. They're talking about diseases again. So we're going to go over a couple things um, like multiple sclerosis and lupus um, and the things that may be causing the symptoms of those diseases. For those of you who have MS, of course, you know you know what the symptoms are with that. A lot of people don't have a lot of symptoms that they run the doctors for, and that's just the opposite of the way we teach people to do things, but um, people don't know any differently. So, you know, when you get the symptoms of uh, multiple sclerosis, like um, blurred vision and eye pain, um, lack of coordination with your eyes, muscle weakness, paralysis, slurred speech. Sometimes we just we don't know what it is, and, and we run to the doctor, and they give us a name for it, and they call it multiple sclerosis. And of course, it continues to get worse and worse. You have sensory symptoms with that too, like numbness or um, electric shocks and buzzing sensations when you move your head, or facial pain. Trigeminal neuralgia um, uh, is often the beginning of or a symptom of the beginning of multiple sclerosis um, oh geez bowel problems and short term memory problems a lot of people think that's the beginning of Alzheimer's or, or other things and, and all of these are classified under the beginning symptoms of MS uh, and then there's lupus lupus is another real common thing out there right now that, that people are being diagnosed with and um, it's all going to depend on you of course but but if you if you're suffering from fatigue or fever or weight loss or gain, joint pain, stiffness, swelling, butterfly-shaped rash on the face that covers the cheeks, skin lesions that appear um, to worsen maybe when you're out in the sun, mouth sores, uh, Raynaud's phenomena, which is the the fingers and toes that turn white or blue when exposed to cold, shortness of breath, chest pain, dry eyes, easy bruising, anxiety, depression, memory loss. These are all symptoms of of another disease, um, which is called lupus. Of course, the rash, I guess, would be the main one because all of those symptoms are, are found in a million other places, aren't they? Uh, you can you can be diagnosed with any disease and have all those all those symptoms. And that's why we at the Holistic Health Hotline and at Earthwalk always go to the cause. And what we've been answering people uh, about today is where some of those symptoms may come from and um, and how to alleviate them, how to get rid of the disease completely. Well, it's if you've read books one and two, you have a very good idea of what I'm going to be talking about. But uh, the two main areas, uh, two main things that can cause these types of symptoms and therefore cause you to be diagnosed with those diseases are aspartame and MSG. Aspartame and MSG, real common. Uh, and people will come back on the podcast or they'll come on my emails and say that the FDA has approved uh, uh, aspartame 26 different times in the past 23 years. Well, we just put a new video up on the website. It's, um, if you scroll down the main page at earthwalk-usa.com, scroll down towards the bottom and click on the, the video. It's an hour and a half long uh, about aspartame. And maybe it'll be a little more conclusive to you than what you've been hearing from the FDA and the CDC. Maybe you will finally understand that there are ways that 
drug companies, pharmaceutical companies, the government, the FDA, the EPA, the CDC, manipulate things so that you believe you're safe and they continue to make money. Um, it is absolutely chronicled in hundreds of thousands of places that aspartame and MSG are deadly to the human body. You know, aspartame is made up of three different um, uh, chemical structures, compounds. Uh, and one of them is phenylalanine, and the other is um, aspartic acid. But together, what happens when they when they attack the proteins in our body is all of this breaks down into methyl uh, methanol, which is uh, wood alcohol. Uh, you can look that up on the internet. Look up wood alcohol and see what the dangers are to your body. Where do you find things with aspartame? Well, anything, of course, that has sweet or equal in it. Um, and things that are now being hidden, you know, so they don't really say that they have sweet or equal or aspartame. They may say other things like phenylalanine. Uh, if you remember drinking Diet Pepsi, it always said it had phenylalanine in it. So, of course, diet drinks, breath mints, any kind of carbonated soft drinks that... that um, uh, are considered sugar-free or diet cereals, chewing gum, um, ice cream novelty things, hard candies, ice cream toppings, iced tea. Watch out for things like Crystal Light, jams and jellies, juice blends, maple syrups, um, non-carbonated diet soft drinks. Okay, nutritional bars, powdered soft drinks, pudding, sugar-free chocolate syrup, sugar-free ketchup, sugar-free cookies. Vegetable drinks, yogurt, fat-free yogurt, sugar-free yogurt, they all contain aspartame. You also have um, uh, things that contain phenylalanine that, that are in other things that you're using, especially this time of the year, because it's the cold season. It's, it's going to turn into spring, and everybody's going to have allergies, and they're going to be taking allergy medicines. But if you think about your cold and allergy non-prescription products, like Alka-Seltzer Plus, any of them, Alka-Seltzer Plus cold and cough or cold and sinus or cherry flavor or orange or uh, flu with maximum strength pain reliever, um, Augmentin, Benadryl, Children's Pediacare, cold chewables, Hall's sugar-free menthol uh, cough suppressant drops, Ricola sugar-freeze, Robitussin sugar-freeze, Sudafed Children's, Therapy Maximum, Walgreens, Effervescent Cold Relief, Advil, Alka-Seltzer PM, Excedrin, Motrin, Non-Aspirin Children's Soft Chewable Tablets, um, Alka-Seltzer Just Plain, Maalox, Metamucil, uh, Citrusel, Liquitab, Vitamins, Bugs Bunny Complete, Bugs Bunny Children's, Centrum Junior, Flintstones, Garfield, Sunkist, Pedialyte Freezer Pops, uh, and then, of course, the antibiotics and antivirals like amoxicillin, amoxil, augmentin, um, penicillin B, potassium, okay, Virocept, Zyvox, Zofran, uh, um, stomach things like Pepsid and Zantac, migraine treatments like Maxalt. All of these have phenylalanine, which is another dangerous um, ingredient that can cause a multitude of symptoms, okay? And those symptoms are the same that I have just read to you. Um, when you get back into MSG, you know that we were, I think it was back in the 80s, and I, I was trying to remember it. I don't have it in my files anymore. Um, 1984, maybe, I don't know. 
But when people finally understood that there was something going on with monosodium glutamate and MSG, and that they wanted to make sure that things were labeled correctly with MSG on them, and um, uh, most products then said contains MSG. Nobody cared because they <laughs> they just used them anyway. Um, it's a lot of times it's it's. Um, uh, it's hidden in some of the labeling that we find, like like um, glutamate, monopotassium glutamate, yeast extract, hydrolyzed, hydrolyzed protein, calcium caseinate, sodium caseinate, corn gluten, um, autolyzed yeast, natrium glutamate. These are all things that contain MSG or they create MSG during their processing, like carrageenan and, and barley malt, and soy protein. Um, the new game is to label it as hydro hydrolyzed proteins, as pea protein or whey protein, corn protein. Um, if a pea was a whole pea, it would be called a pea. But calling an ingredient pea protein indicates that it's been hydrolyzed, at least in part. That means that it's got free glutamic acid, which is MSG in it. Okay, wheat protein and soy protein, disodium um, granulate, disodium inosinate, and expensive food additives. They all have MSG in them, and they all cause these same kinds of symptoms. Um, and I don't think that you want to have those symptoms. I think you want to change what's going on. You want to, um, I hope, anyway, look at labels and start seeing what's going on with your food and your children's food because infant formulas, baby foods, dietary supplements, all those um, vitamins that you thought were safe that you're taking because you don't want to pay more for the other ones, the medications and drugs you're on, the protein drinks, okay, protein bars and protein powders that people are using because they're dieting because it's January and February and then they want to lose the weight they put on during Christmas, the vaccines, um, including the ones ingested into children, not just the MMRs and DPTs, but all the different vaccines that you're getting, kosher foods and cosmetics, personal care products, food that is labeled organic, protein powders that are sold in health food stores, okay, a lot of these things have MSG in them, and they will cause those symptoms in your body. They will cause you to have symptoms that, that came on suddenly. Okay, and some people may not have symptoms at all right away because they have a different um, makeup than you do. Okay, all of us are different. But if you continue to eat or drink any of these things over any length of time, it's going to build up as a toxic problem in your body. And then uh, when you're 30, 40, 50, 60 years old or whatever, when you're older and you and you can't deal with the toxins as well as you could before, that's when you're going to start seeing the symptoms of Alzheimer's and and um, uh, oh, and lupus and kidney failure and all kinds of things. So <clears throat> you want to want to start looking at labeling for sure, um, and then go on the website if you're not convinced. Go on the website and and uh, scroll on down and look at the film about aspartame um, and then send it to your friends and and you can it's quite easy to do uh, but listen to it listen to the whole thing it's an hour and a half listen to the whole thing this woman went around the country because of the symptoms that she had and she suspected that when she started losing weight or tried to start losing weight she was drinking um, diet sodas because she thought that was best, you know, like everybody does. They run to McDonald's and they get a double cheeseburger and a big fry and a Diet Coke. Um, she was drinking a lot of diet sodas and all of a sudden got a lot of these these symptoms that I have listed for you. And um, when she got off the Diet Coke, when she got off the Diet Soft Drink, she the, all the symptoms went away. 
and that bothered her a lot. So she did quite a lot of research traveling all over the country, talked to many doctors, researchers, psychiatrists, um, people from different organizations that have challenged the CDC and the FDA, uh, talks about, went to the Reagan Library, the Carter Library, the Presidential Libraries, and um, you know found out what happened when Reagan took office, what was going on with aspartame, and how the newly appointed one day later um, bureau chief of the FDA decided to do some things so they could manipulate the numbers and get aspartame approved because Nutrisweet was the newest thing and, and the pharmaceutical companies wanted that to go through. And if you if you look at many of the things that are sponsored by the government that are supposed to be um, uh, good exercise or, or charitable things that involve exercise, running, diet, nutrition, they're usually sponsored by somebody like Nutrisweet which comes from Cyril Laboratories. And um, Cyril, of course, said that they did their own studies. And and uh, when you really look at the studies, what you usually see on the Internet or someplace else is a summary. And the summary will say only um, four or five people out of 100 a year are killed by this, so therefore it's safe. Okay, that's four or five people out of a hundred that are killed. I feel sorry for those four or five. But then there are hundreds of thousands who have symptoms of beginning death, which is all the symptoms I read to you. And some people have 70 or 80 of those symptoms, by the way, not just one or two. They have 70 or 80 of those symptoms. Um, so that, But that's not put into their summaries or into their reports. They only want to know how many people died from it. If, if uh, one in a million dies, it's okay. If four or five hundred a year die, or four hundred a year, or, or four every two days, that's okay. Um, but they don't say how it's bothering you, how it is affecting you, how it's affecting our health care system. And, and of course, the more people who get sick, and the more often they get sick, and the longer they stay chronically ill, the more poisons they ingest into their body because they go to the drugstore and they get over-the-counter things. If those don't work, they go to the doctor, and the doctors don't have time to go through all this research unless they're research scientists. They don't. So they listen to the pharmaceutical reps, and they, they get um, you go to the doctor, and you get some kind of prescription for all of your symptoms, and it adds more poison to your body. It starts to break through the blood-brain barrier and affects the brain, and then you become depressed, you have migraine headaches, you have stomach problems, so you go back to the over-the-counter things, and that, they don't work, so you go back to the, the doctors who have listened to the pharmaceutical companies, and you can see what's going on here. It's a major circle, and it's a circle of death. Um, what do you do about it? you just get depressed about it and go get a drug so you're not so depressed? No. You have to start reading labels, and unfortunately, that takes a long time. You can't run into the supermarket for a half an hour and do the week shopping and, uh, excuse me, and come home and say, you know, um, I don't have time to look at the labels. Because if you do take a little time, if you just take even 10 minutes and look at three or four things in your cupboard, you're going to be quite shocked at what you're eating, what you're drinking, and what you're allowing your children to eat. Um, and then if you go, of course, to book two and you, you go to maybe chapter three or four, there's a whole list of all of the chemical byproducts and products and, and the carcinogenic effects of what's in our processed foods um, on those pages. And, and uh, I have a woman, oh, I guess she's 79, 80-something years old in Georgia who called and said that she's spending an, an, an extraordinary amount of time in the supermarket now because she picks up all the things that, that are on her list that she normally gets. And each time now that she picks one up, she begins reading the label and 
and realizes that she shouldn't be eating that or drinking that, and then has to spend the time to go figure out which ones don't have those things in them. So it's not an easy thing, um, but dying isn't very easy either, and being sick is very hard. Being debilitated, being um, on Social Security disability, which won't pay anything and doesn't pay anything now, but won't pay anything more later, is not a fun thing and it's not an easy thing. Having bills up the kazoo, medical bills, is not a fun thing or an easy thing. Having a sick child is not easy. So no, it's going to take more time. Um, it's going to take some effort on your part to start learning what you're looking for on the labels and uh, eventually maybe if enough people finally get off their doves um, it's going to take some time going after the FDA and the CDC and we have a chance right now during this political time to be asking these questions at these town hall meetings and uh, all these things that are going on before Super Tuesday and um, all the websites that are out there with these candidates who are pushing health care and how they're going to deal with health care we have one that's going to force people to get health insurance and if they don't do it, they, they she'll, she'll have it taken out of their wages. Well, I don't have health insurance because I don't want it and I don't need it. What would I do with it? If I had health insurance and I got sick, would I run to a doctor? Would I go get all the prescription drugs that everybody else is getting? Would I decide I'm depressed today and I need to go to my doctor and get something else to make me feel better? Um, I don't need health insurance. I, I'm thank, thankfully, I'm self-employed, so I don't have to get it if that person's elected. You have another one that believes that the way to fix the whole health care problem in the United States is to um, just make it more affordable and make sure that you insure the kids. Well, sorry, if kids have health insurance, I guarantee you that more and more children are going to be on more and more drugs because once the doctors realize that every child has has insurance, not only will the tests continue and increase in, in uh, quantity and, and uh um, span time spans, but um, it'll be really simple then to just write out a whole bunch of prescriptions and not worry about whether the child's going to take them or not because now they're insured. So uh, the fact that every child is insured is supposed to keep me in office and, and make me the President of the United States. And then you have the other side of the aisle that's saying there's no, there shouldn't be any mandatory health care and, and watch that side very carefully because they're trying to tell you that um, they know that you don't want to pay for these things or you don't want to pay more for these things but um, but they also are telling you that they'll make sure that those things stay on the market for you uh, if you if you if you would read the history of what goes on with the pharmaceutical companies in the United States of America uh, and then put that in relationship to the rest of the world I would think the rest of the world would be pretty angry right now about what's happening with their people and how sick they are because when you get a company like Cyril or, or Monsanto or whoever or, who is out there trying to get a drug approved because they've spent a lot of research dollars on it or, or um, income dollars on it uh, you know they go they'll, they'll try to get a seal of approval here which is often manipulated um, by congressmen by people who represent us uh, who then leave their positions and go to work as consultants at a thousand dollars a day at the companies that they help push push these drugs through for. Uh, but once they get the approval here, they'll go to a comp uh, country like England and they'll do a uh, summary study and do the same kind of thing. They will offer money in it's a bribe. Um, they offer money for the seal of approval from that country. Once they get one country, they can then say that it's approved all over the world and it's safe. And and when you hear that, the, the 
the average Joe consumer, when you hear that the FDA has concluded 26 different times that aspartame is safe, you start believing in your mind. When you tell a lie long enough, it'll become the truth, right? But you start believing, and they believe, um, that this is safe and that nothing happens to you uh, when you're on when you're drinking diet soft drinks or, or chewing your sugar-free gum or whatever it is. Sugar isn't that good either because it's processed sugar, but there is stevia. Uh, I don't know if everybody's heard of stevia, S-T-E-V-I-A. It's, it's extremely sweet. Um, you have to be very careful using it because you just sweeten yourself to death. But you can try alternatives or you can try not using sugar at all. You know, we weren't born to, to go to sugar. We really weren't. The bees were, and the bees have left because they can't even handle the kind of processed sugar that are in the plants anymore. Did you know that MSG is often sprayed on the vegetables that you eat? That's why you should wash your vegetables and your fruits because it's sprayed on there. It's a, it's a, um, it, it does different things to proteins and bugs, therefore. And, uh, bro, pro, you know, bugs are protein. So they use it in sprays on, on many of our fruits and vegetables, not just the ones that we get here, but also in other countries because we're in charge of that. So you need to be washing your fruits and vegetables before you eat them. What a bummer. When I was a kid, I'd go out to the, the garden and, uh, grab a tomato and, and chow down, you know. It was warm from the sun and it tasted great. My kid did the same thing. And we will, we will have our own garden so we don't have to worry about that. But in the wintertime, especially now, when people are shopping, you're getting your fruits and vegetables from countries you don't even know about. And uh, not just from parts of our country that you may not know about. And we don't know what's being sprayed on them, so you need to wash them. If you want something to wash them in, get get some thieves, um Thieves Cleaner or Thieves Oil or uh, anything like that from um, Young Living off, off our website if you want or otherwise and, and get them in water and wash them and then rinse them off real well and now you're safer than what you were before. Not totally because of course like our skin, the skins of fruits and vegetables will absorb the chemicals just like we do um, every minute of every day that we walk outside or, or walk under a bed, shower or whatever they'll absorb the chemicals but at least you don't have the total absorption going on when you're eating the potato skin or your um, uh, you know chewing on a cucumber or a carrot you've you've cleaned off a lot of the stuff that they put on there and saved yourself maybe a few years of life that isn't that what it's all about let's get as many years as we can without pain without suffering without illness um, and that's why the labeling, the food labeling, looking at it, starting to take charge of what you're eating, drinking, putting into your body, absorbing into your body is so important. At the end of the film that I put on the website today, there's a woman who was actually put into prison for 50 years because the jury was convinced that she had to have killed her husband um, purposely with intent, uh, premeditated murder because he um, was into working out. He had all the things that everybody has, the stair climbers and everything else. And, and he was reading all these things on the Internet and books about how to pump up and, and get your muscles bigger and learned about creatine, of course, which we'll talk about another time, but, um, but was drinking at the same time diet sodas by, you know, a dozen a day. Um, because he was sweaty. So the more he drank, the more he worked out, the more he sweat, the more he drank. 
and uh, added the creatine to it, and he ended up in a coma, and then he died of kidney failure and acute poisoning. And the, the uh, police came to her house and looked for what could have caused the acute poisoning. They looked at all the soft drinks and all the power drinks and all the, the pick-me-up drinks, which you're seeing advertised like crazy on television with, with ginseng and extra caffeine and all these kinds of things. They saw all those, and the only thing they, they really saw was a bottle of blue windshield de-icer that they um, concluded this woman must have poured into the, her husband's Gatorade, which he also was drinking, and that's what gave him the high levels of... Um, wood alcohol, methanol, in his blood that went to his brain and burst his brain, basically. So um, it's it's not that negative of a movie the last 10 minutes or so are kind of sad because this woman's in jail for something that we're pretty sure she didn't do. But um, uh, the point being that the courts don't know about it. The courts don't want to know about it. The United States does know about it. They don't want you to know about it. And uh, But you, it's time for you to take charge and start thinking about it because your labels will tell you some things. And if there's even one little word on there you don't understand, I start questioning what it is. Um, and if you don't know what it does, you can go to the Internet and find it. You can go to our books and find it. You can email me and I'll tell you. Uh, the effects of many of these things are so overwhelming that when you see a child, ADHD child, or you see a person who is suddenly has lupus, or you see somebody with fibromyalgia or MS, or any of these things that are, or cardiovascular disease, or sudden heart attacks when they were healthy to begin with, um, you see these things, you should be asking why. And the answer to that why is going to be very often what we have done to destroy our food supply, our nutrition, our water, our environment, and therefore our lives. And we're letting it happen. We're um, encouraging it. We are voting people in who will encourage it more. And, um, you know, I, I, I hate to say it, but if we do it, then we deserve it, don't we? Okay, that's it for today. Uh, as for Tame, stay away from it. If you don't allow a nine, stay away from it. MSG, stay away from it. It'll give you symptoms someday. And if it doesn't give you acute symptoms, they will build up in your body to the point where you are one sick person by the time you're 40, 50, 60 years old. And you 20-year-olds out there, I hope you're listening. It will catch up to you. Please go to the website, earthwalkdayshusa.com. Buy the books. Spread the word. Spread the podcast out there. Email it to everybody. Tell them to go to the website. They can hear 127 podcasts if they want. And, uh, you know, buy the books and come back. This is Raina G. Thanks for listening.